Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of FintechX. This is the podcast from TradeX where we talk to the innovators who are changing the way India pays and gets paid. Who do we have with us today? We have Deepak Agarwal. He's a co-founder, co-CEO and CFO of Moneybox Finance. It is an emerging NBFC which provides small ticket business loans to micro and small enterprises. Now, the entire segment, starting from micro, small, and some portion of medium enterprises, have a severe constraint when it comes to access to finance. This, their requirements are beyond microfinance, and they're too small for the banks. This segment is called the missing middle, and the missing middle is the segment which Moneybox Finance caters to. Let's learn a little more about this from Mr. Agarwal. Hi, Kritra. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to speak about Moneybox Finance. So let's get into the conversation. When we first spoke, Deepak, you had a very interesting take called the missing middle. This is what was the inspiration behind Moneybox Finance. This is where it all started. Could you tell us what is the missing middle and how is Moneybox Finance? solving that problem right Kripa. so the missing middle and you know catering to the missing middle is the core base on which you know our business stands uh, so basically you know what happens is that you know for the last two decades you will see that you know there is a mfi sector which is regulated and which has got a lot of support from rbi from government mm. so exactly what mfi is is that you know where you do group loans and majorly they are up to you know 50000 so in the first cycle you make a joint group you know, of, of say 8 to 10 ladies and you know give them 15000 each each of the women guarantees you know uh, each other's loan and you know then in second cycle they get 30000 and the third cycle they get 40000 so this is this is a segment which is there for almost now two decades we have over 225 players we have 3 lakh crore of market mm. there you know now where is the problem there the problem is that you know if you see rbi data this mfi is today 3 lakh crore market right and which is i'm saying up to 50000 but from 50000 to 10 lakh the market is just 1 lakh crore and where mm-hmm. is the problem is demand the problem no the problem is on the supply side so you have on one end you have MFIs giving less than fifty thousand kind of loan, and mm. on the other end you have banks, large NBFCs who do secured lending, largely above ten lakhs. You know where there are some problem players, you know, giving five lakh to ten lakh, but largely the interest is you know above ten lakhs. So this is what we call missing middle, which is most ignored. And even within that missing middle, you know, a segment which is one lakh to three lakh is, is, you know, where the scarcity of money is the highest from the supplier side. So that's where Moneybox comes in. And, you know, what we do largely, you know, 90% of my portfolio is, you know, between one lakh and three lakh ticket size and unsecured. And again, it's a business loan. So, you know, even today, you can have a lot of NBFCs, which are fintechs, you know, when you have a, 
a high paying job or you're working for a very good company you can still get you know one lakh two lakh kind of unsecured loan from lots of players large player like navi bajaj finance etc but when you're self employed you're a micro entrepreneur it becomes really really tough and especially you know because in this segment you have micro entrepreneurs there is no gst there is no itr there is no financials banking Hmm. So that is the segment you know which we are serving uh, so uh, you know this gives a huge opportunity where you know as per uh, you know the date the in terms of you know demand it's like anywhere between you know 10 lakh crore to 20 lakh crore various estimates and you know this is one segment you know people have not been able to enter as you know i said that you know there are a lot of challenges that you don't have the documentation which is you know gst itr you know yeah. so that's and then you don't have any group guarantee but this is a segment which needs a lot of money and there is you know where money box comes in and you know uh, has you know created a place with you know negligible ncs when we speak of the missing middle in india what is the nature of the businesses that we are looking at are we looking at a lot of tier 3 cities are we looking at uh, rural agrarian communities are these farmers who is uh, the missing middle here in this case so so for us it's yes largely it's a micro entrepreneur as as nature i would say that you know we are serving to very very small enterprises who could be running their you know cattle business hmm. so where these will be like small farmers because our condition is that you know each of the livestock we fund they need to be farmer as well so hmm. basically you know mostly they are like small and marginal farmers who have small cattle portfolio of say you know five cattle and above then there are these trading kirana shops you know a usual essential items like cosmetic you know cloth selling ready made garments hardware shops electronic shops very small manufacturers like you know sheet metal fabricators small furniture shops who are manufacturing and selling and in tier 3 and below towns so so for money box we have restricted ourselves to tier 3 and below towns because you know we are not really uh, you know funding migrants so uh, so for us you know the guy needs to have their own you know self occupied residential Uh, he needs to be a local from that community and from that region so so as a condition we go into tier 3 and below towns and across all states today we have presence in six states uh, which include rajasthan punjab haryana madhya pradesh uttar pradesh and chatisgarh but we will so you know soon expand to gujarat bihar uh, you know and uh, other states so yes you know as you know more than 60% of my portfolio is into cattle loans so the way we want to do it and and you see kripa you know what happens is uh, in a rural economy you know mm. which is you know semi rural and you know rural a lot of population you know depends on uh, dairy income and you know as such if you see that uh, dairy segment is so well developed it's it's almost 6% of our gdp in india and specifically when it comes to rural region you know uh you get a lot of money in terms of margins because you know there are so many cooperative uh, you know societies and you know uh, large dairy farms so a farmer get a good compensation 
for his product. So, so here we come in, you know, we fund cattle, uh, we, you know, fund their sheds, we fund feedstock so that, you know, you know, say for example, they are running almost 25,000 per month with five cattle. Uh, within two years, these borrowers can have 10 cattle and, you know, make 50,000 per month of a regular income plus they have farm income so so the objective for us is that you know this community of small and you know marginal farmers have a sustainable income there you know in terms of regular cash flow and so is the case with these small kirana shops or you know other shops wherein you know they can get loans increase their inventory uh, so i mean if say i'm giving a two lakh loan to a Kirana shop for inventory. And even in a month, one month, he makes a 10% margin, he can make up to you know, 20,000 additional income. So that's the that's the whole criteria that you know they are able to at least double their income over the next three years. So Deepak, I had two questions. One is about challenges. I mean, there's a reason it's the missing middle. There are multiple challenges, which is perhaps play why players would stay away from it. One is uh, the risk factor in it, because like you said, it's, yeah, right. unsecured. it's unsecured. There isn't much uh, documentation that uh, a company can rely on. And the second part would be, were there any challenges? One one is a lack, sort of unsecured and the lack of paperwork. And the second is, were there any behavioral patterns that you know you had to break uh to sort of uh enter the segment gain trust how did right. you deal with these challenges so basically you know the biggest challenge uh, you know practically if i have to say is the assessment of their income so you know when you say that why this space is not catered well i would say uh the biggest factor is the you know again what happens is an mfi culture you just make a group the amount of money involved is very small per person so you can do you know underwriting of the loan happens very quickly uh, you know and you know even a large bank can be interested in that kind of portfolio because the building of it is very easy How, however you know when you are giving an individual loan to micro entrepreneurs and for our kind of segment you know when you are giving it to a cattle owner see or a Kirana guy, he will not have much to analyze in terms of banking statement. It's a lot of cash business. You don't have uh, any financial statement or ITR, as I said. So the biggest part is that you know the industry you're funding. So, so what people miss is that you know when they come, you know they they end up you know a lot of people end up losing money in this segment because underwriting is not that strong, and that is because of understanding of the segment so you know for example when we fund cattle you know you need to know everything about you know how the pricing of milk happens how the pricing of cattle happen what is the generation of milk per cattle in a lactation period uh, how this the breeding thing happens uh, what about the vaccination uh, about milk yield about feedstock so so all these uh, needs to be worked out well uh, uh, right, so so that's need to be taken care of. Uh, that's need to be taken care of. Uh, hmm. ju uh, right, ju just okay. Uh, that needs to be care uh, taken care of. 
and that is that is what as a owner we need to we need to handle well hmm. uh, when un- when you understand the industry you know everything can be taken care of and uh, what is the percentage of you know this is the most maybe a slightly dreaded question but i would want to ask what is the sort of percentage of non performing assets maybe in the business here given that like you said there are certain risks involved could you uh, talk to us about that hello yes deepa can you hear me yeah please so uh, i will repeat my question i wanted to find out a little bit more about the sort of non performing assets and the threat of those and how what has been the scenario there given that uh, you are working in an unsecured sort of market how are you dealing with that what has been the percentage so so that's again kripa what has happened you know during so the best example i would give uh, about is is during the covid period see even during the first covid wave you know uh, when you have a six month moratorium we had 96% cash collection you know which is in in terms of collection efficiency we could collect uh, 96% of the amount due uh, you know during that time so again you know everything boils down to i would say that this segment is good you know as long as your underwriting is correct you know these are the people you know who will pay on time uh, right so it's just a, a bit of collection effort you have to be you know maintain the relationship there but you know the collection will be on time so you know if i talk about npas even during the worst covid period we had you know during that time we had np of just 2% and even you know in situations like you know lumpy skin disease you know when i'm saying that you know 60 more than 65% of my portfolios into cash and loans uh, you know we had npa of uh, you know we we hardly had any this you know during this tenure of lumpy skin disease we hardly had any challenges so it's just that you know and you know going about you know how you handle those relationships hmm. how you take care of that borrower you know is very important so, so as you know i will right. the listeners who may not know lumpy skin disease is a viral disease uh, which affects cattle and i think it was uh, in 2021 where uh, this kind of had like a large scale impact on the indian uh, agrarian system but this is a very interesting thing that uh, as like a value add to the community that money box is also working with local vets and uh, other resources providing other resources to the community of micro entrepreneurs in the system so that in case of a crisis like the one mentioned that they could actually emerge from it a little less impacted than they maybe would have if there was no support system right so so if i tell you we are possibly the only nbfc in india you know who hire uh, qualified vets you know very well qualified doctors uh, in our branches so each vet would visit you know seven to eight customer on a daily basis they you know they tell them about you know feedstock quality improvement of breeding you know through artificial you know insemination their vaccination insurance so that you know really helps them to improve their incomes and you know when a crisis like 
lumpy skin disease come they can you know really go to each customer and then you know tell them about you know what are the precautions need to be taken you know what are the vaccination need to be taken and other thing we do because these customers are uh, farmers as well uh, you know we simultaneously run a program on csr side wherein you know we tell these uh, farmers to you know that we will give them free you know fruit bearing trees through our csr partners so that you know over a period of time their uh, income can really increase because you know you always have you know when you have a tree income it is much higher than the regular normal farming and you know then there is impact on environment etc as well so so there are a lot of uh, you know impact steps which we take uh, as a part of our core business uh, so that you know the in income elevation happens you know in the next cycle you know we convert them into secured loans and you know the overall relationship you know there is a loyalty factor uh, hmm. with borrowers so that's that's something very unique which we do so the next question would be about like you just spoke about there is value add which then we are looking at a movement to maybe secured loans what how what does scaling up look like in a business like this in a model like this so once you crack the model uh, scaling up just about execution so what has happened you know over the last first in two to three we have been slow in terms of growth because you know we were just you know trying to you know understand the segment very very carefully and you know to uh, you know make our systems right and everything but once you know that you know this is the way the segment works so you know if you see that uh, you know till last year we had you know in the first year we had 11 branches then 22 then 30 and this time in just last six months we have opened 20 branches you know take it from 30 to 50 wow. and in over one month we are opening 10 more branches so basically uh you know once you have everything ready your systems are ready your uh, processes are ready uh, expansion is very fast in this segment and you know if you take the example of even i'm not saying that you know uh, we are 100 same you know in terms of our segments and you know etc but you will see even the competition like you know five star i finance or veritas you know they have all scaled up very very fast so you know in five years from you know 200 crore aum to 4000 crore AUM, if you take an example of five star etc so so once you know this segment you know scaling up easy once you have proved that you know the way your funding is correct and there are no npas you know credit costs are very minimal then expansion is very very fast so so that's the way we look at that you know in next four years we have to reach 5000 crore of AUM, uh, say four and a half years uh, so this looks now possible so this year we would be like uh, you know from 120 crores AUM in March 22, mm. we get to 350 crores by March. So, so it's like a 200% growth. And then next year we are targeting at about a thousand crore AUM. Uh, so, you know, once you expand, you have learned. Now there is a market name. You know, people want to come. So that becomes easy then. Those are some very impressive numbers, and I think it's such an important 
step that's being taken to serve a community and a sector which has been a crucial pivotal pillar of uh, india's gdp but has been underserved and overlooked for years that's changing now thanks to people like mr deepak agarwal and organizations like moneybox now with this we are wrapping up this episode you, of fintechx thank you once again uh, deepak for joining us thank and being here with us and we will see you during the next episode thank you so much goodbye thank everyone you. bye